Hey, this is Aaron Holt. I'm the director of Lead the Generation. I'm joined today by my co-host, Gilbert Ackerman, youth pastor at Allison Park Church. We just want to say thanks for joining us today for the LTG Student Leadership Podcast. We believe that leadership is all about influence, so we want to help you discover new ways to reach your friends for Christ and lead your generation. If this podcast is helpful to you, it would mean the world to us if you'd write a review and rate it on whatever platform you're listening from. And hit subscribe. We'll be dropping new episodes several times a week throughout the school year. And be sure to share if you think this would benefit other students like you. Feel free to check out the show notes for more ways to connect with our ministry and our guests. This podcast is sponsored by our partner, WorldServe International. WorldServe is addressing the water crisis in Africa, where over 790 million people don't have access to clean drinking water. You and I can be part of solving this crisis. Go to WorldServeintl.org to get started. So get ready. The Student Leadership Podcast starts right now. Hey, students, welcome to one last episode of the Student Leadership Podcast this week. Uh, all week long, Bethany Marshall, Family Life Pastor, Transformation Church, Altoona, has been with us and uh, talking a lot of great content about our heart, transaction of the heart, devotion of the heart. Uh, I think there's a developing theme happening here, Bethany, so I'm excited about today. But once again, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Excited to be here. Absolutely. Now, here's our last question of the week for you, Bethany. I am a new time or not new time. I am a first time homeowner that I bought within the last year here. And there's a lot of things that go with buying old house, a lot of cleaning things and a lot of uh, rebuilding and re- reconfiguring. So here's the thing that I want, I want to ask you. Do you have any tips for a first home, uh, first time homeowner such as myself? This isn't really very useful to students because not many students are buying their own homes, but I'm a little bit selfish. But so. they will one day. Yeah, that's true. Give yeah, yeah, me a tip and give them a tip that they'll be able to use one day yeah I mean just make it your own Um, you know pick some colors that you like make it your own make it feel like you were there any any big mistakes that you had in your first home that you bought that now looking back you're like oh we never should have painted those walls green we should have painted everything white or anything like that right I have some of those but I've painted my bathroom three times oh okay yeah. That's, but, that's a little bit but rough. you get really good at painting. That's 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 the benefit of that, right? You know, like right. so. And you can always repaint. That's you true. can always buy another color and yep. paint over it. You know, that'll preach. That's a message right there. Gil, when we moved into the current house that our family lives in, one bedroom was navy blue, one was dark Barney purple, as I like to call it, and one was like dark burnt orange. So. My tips would be don't use those colors. You know, it's so. a fun fact about uh, Aaron's house here. So I'm pretty sure back in the day, this is like 12 years ago. I'm pretty sure I used to actually cut the grass for this property when I worked at landscaping. So wow. fun little fact. Well, fun fact. You can cut it again if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's jump into leadership. Um, Bethany, again, all week you've been talking about our heart. And uh, I think it's just been a lot of practical content. It's really kind of reminded us of how we center ourselves and how we lead from um, things like the devotion of our heart and um, and the transactions that we're making with our heart. So what do you have for us today? Today, I want to talk about the guarding of the heart and how important that is because the Bible talks about this. And you might be asking, okay, but why? Why are we guarding our heart? And is it really that important? 
And I want to say this is be yes, it is. It's because everything you do in your life, it flows from your heart. But let me kind of give you like an understanding of what it is, because we can say, yes, guard your heart. And you might have an idea about what that looks like. But these are some thoughts that I want to share with you to help maybe understand this a little bit more. And there's three ideas that go into this. Guarding your heart is not putting up walls that have a defensive stance towards others or things. We're not putting up a wall that separates us technically. It's not like a wall, okay? So it's not like, stay away, stay away. It's, and then the guarding is the awareness. It's two, awareness of who and what has access to your heart for the sake of purity and wholeness and overall spiritual health of your heart. But guarding your heart is also the awareness of what's flowing out of your heart too. So it's what is coming in and what is going out. That's how I kind of picture you're guarding it. You're guarding it, not in a defensive way, but in a way that is the awareness of what's coming in and what's going out. And it's not defensive. It's, it's just a way that we can protect. So I hope that kind of gives you a better understanding of where I'm going with this. Oh, it, it definitely does. And I'm going to go back to an analogy I, I used earlier this week when we were talking about the transaction. I made a little bit of a, a joke about it being like, you know, a bank, right? And like you, you don't want to just let people in who have counterfeit money or monopoly money to make deposits in and out. But in the same way, right, like at a bank, you would have guards. You don't want to like put up walls and keep people out. You want there to be business there that's going in. Um, but you want to be aware of who's coming in and out of the building. And you want to make sure that like when the money's leaving and it's being transported to where it goes or whatever valuables like that that's being protected along the way it's not about making sure that no one comes in and blocking people out it's about making sure that there's a healthy structure in place to make sure that everything's safe throughout the process and i think this you see this a lot in like relationships right you know what i mean especially with students like making this is the easiest spot that i've seen a lot of guards to fall down is with whenever they think a boy or a girl is cute or whenever they feel like they fit in with a friend group or they feel like they need to make a compromise to fit in with the friend group that's when you typically see this they they them tell the security guards to go out to lunch like ah it's fine it's fine i like these guys you can like go on break here for a minute but that's really when you need them to stay there uh stay there the longest but what is the what is the, the bible verse that comes to mind that kind of ties this all together yeah i think of proverbs 4 23 through 26 it says this above all else guard your heart for everything you do flows from it keep your mouth free from perversity Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. That's what I think about. That's those, those verses are like ones that like every student, every adult, like anyone who considers themselves a follower of Christ, like memorize those, right? Yeah. And what's crazy is actually Proverbs 4.23 when I was a kid and my parents take me to church sometimes, but I, I certainly didn't identify as a Christian. But my dad, I remember even saying when I was like six or seven, Proverbs 4.23, guard your, guard your heart. Uh, because from it is the wellspring of life and everything flows from it. That like stood out to me and that like, I remember being a little kid, like riding my bike to my friend's house and thinking like, that's such an intense thought. And like, right. it, it like <laughs> stuck to me. And I'm, I'm grateful my dad said that in my life and Jesus found me. But yeah, I think it's, it's powerful. 
So, Bethany, let me ask you a question. You know, um, uh, one of our guests on one of the earlier episodes, uh, it was it was Andy Lynn, and he and and that the he talked about don't follow your heart. That was kind of like his his thing. And if you missed that episode, students, you can go back and check that one out. But what's your response you know as a youth pastor as a family life pastor when you hear that phrase in our culture so much like follow your heart follow your heart like that's what culture says um i would just i'd love to hear your perspective on that yeah well i'm so glad you asked me that because i wanted to share a story of the thoughts that have been kind of compiling before i um have this pleasure of talking with you guys so i think of it like this our hearts are kind of like the treasure source. If you could think of it like this with me, it's a treasure box, right? And if this treasure box is left open and then it's exposed to different elements that surround it and it's not protected, what happens to those gems and those gold pieces inside? They tarnish, right? They tarnish. And if it's allowed and this um, treasure is left unprotected, then let's say the time comes for you to share and give a piece of that treasure out. What condition is that treasure in? It's being, it's affected by what has been allowed to touch it, right? It's been tarnished, it's been dulled, it's been tampered with, right? So then we can, um, it allows those things to take place and it's like our words and our actions then because if we allow our hearts to be unguarded, then our words and actions are gonna be affected by what it's been exposed to. So we get to protect our heart. Guarding is not, and following our hearts, it's not about the woo-ness of it, like, oh, just follow your heart. It's, it's, it's a mandate. It's, it's a, we get to protect our heart. God's like, these are the tools I've given you to protect the treasure that's in your heart that the enemy wants to tamper with. He wants to tarnish and he wants to make our condition of the heart not good. So it's, I think of it like that, but it's also kind of like a balance of guarding and attending because if you're not attending to that treasure box, if you're not polishing and cleaning that treasure, it's not gonna remain in a state in which it's intended to be, right? So we want to attend and we want to guard our heart. And I think that is a cool way that we can see. We get to guard our heart. We get to protect it. We don't have to be exposed to the elements and the things out there that are going to do things within our hearts that are not good for us. We get to guard it. Yeah, that's good. Is there is there any any students that you have that you've had experience with before in the past or even now that is doing this right now really well? Yeah, I um, she was a senior like a year ago and now she's in college, but I've watched this girl grow, her name's Brittany, and I gave her a book, it's called Living, um, well, I should say, A Heart Like David. It's by Beth Moore, and she read this book, and it just shifted things in her life, and she's now going to Messiah College, and she is, her heart is so good right now, and so I still keep in touch with her, and she is learning that her heart is valuable, and what's in it matters. And so um, that's who I think of. 
Man, this has been great a whole week, you know, just really focusing on, on like kind of one theme, you know, the transaction of the heart, the devotion of the heart, guarding the heart. And I, I really appreciate, Bethany, how you even uh, in this episode broke down some real practical tips for like how to guard your heart, like what it is, right? It's not it's not putting up walls and keeping people out. It's, it's an awareness of who and what has access to my heart. It's an awareness of what's flowing out of my heart. I'm just recapping some of that because I think, boy, that's like a really good little metric there um, for students listening for adults that might be listening to say oh how do I assess like you know what's going on in my heart so we appreciate you being here uh, all week long and uh, and 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 Gil and I really appreciate you coming on board and showing Micah what's up your husband who was on the podcast uh, in episodes four five and six students if you missed those you can go back and check it out but you got the better half already uh, right here so this has been really Aww. great so Thanks, um, guys. Bethany, for any students out there that would love to connect with you, what's the easiest way that they could uh, shoot you a message? Yeah, Instagram, Bethany Marshall 87 and I also have Facebook, Bethany Marshall. So I, um, those are the best platforms. Great. Students, we hope that you reach out to her. Make sure you connect with her. Ask her all your questions. And as always, if this has been good for you, man, tell us. We love to be able to hear from you and know what you're thinking about these episodes. You can find us at LTG Conference and myself at Gilbo's Wagons. And you can find me at Aaron Holt. Students, remember your call to lead your generation. We encourage you to do it with passion for Christ and with love for others.